going on, Britton? What's up, man? Thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, how are you? Doing great. Doing great. Glad to uh, get to talk to you again and wanted to talk about the tour and get into a couple of topics with you and uh, get your opinion on a couple of things, man. But um, let's start with the uh, the strip sessions. Just came out back in December. And I'm kind of curious, man. It's kind of one of those chicken or the egg, which came first, because I was trying to look up the date and I couldn't find it. But there was a show that you guys played a, a year or so ago on tour where the power went out or something. And you ended up doing an impromptu show in the parking lot. Um, I'm pretty sure it was in uh, Green Bay. We were on tour with Three Days Grace. And I think uh, that day was like a really bad stormy day. And like all of our equipment got wet. And like, I, I don't think all this stuff was ruined, but it was so wet. Like if we turned it on, like amps and stuff, we were afraid that they were going to blow because they're still so. See if we can like make a couple fans happy and then 100 people showed up. So <laughs> is that what yeah, it, was crazy? For the strip sessions, had you already been working on that, or did that impromptu show inspire the strip sessions? What, what kind of which came first? Um, we were already working on it. I know that we put out a song called Johnny Cash like three or four years ago that was acoustic, just because you know we just want to do something different, and we we are that kind of band where we don't want to just play heavy stuff all the time. <laughs> and um, yeah, we we did it. It went over well. Um, and then we've just been slowly working on them throughout the years of just like, oh, this song works like this, and then you know, so that whole um stripped album is kind of like a a four year process of us just working on them. Oh, so you had been chipping away at it for a while. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I, I got to I got to kind of thank you for it because, you know, in, in getting ready for this interview, of course, I threw it on. Mm -hmm. And at first I was kind of like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't like an acoustic album. I want to, you know, yeah. for the rock, I'm here for the headbang. And I threw it yeah. off and then I'm, I find myself, you know, singing along to different songs, whether it's Gravity or whatever. And I'm like, oh, God damn it, they got me. I didn't want to be <laughs> to it, but the songs are yeah. so damn catchy. It's so damn good. And, and I almost have to thank you because it, it got me re-inspired to uh, check out Metallica's S and M, which I've kind of mm -hmm. had the, the whole same kind of philosophy. Oh, I don't want to hear symphony. I'm, I don't want to hear flutes and Metallica. Like I want to hear them yeah. rock, but now yeah. I'm going to go back and kind of revisit that album too, because there is something unique and special about it. And, and as, you know, hard rock metal fans shouldn't gloss over that stuff because ultimately if a song is great and wit written well and has a catchy chorus and a good hook and well-crafted lyrics, it's still going to come through whether it's distorted or not. Yeah. I I've never listened to that record actually. And I'm a big Metallica fan. I was the same way. I'm like, ah, I'll pass, but I, I guess I'll have to check it out. They have two albums now. They have two Symphony and Metallic albums out out now. They put out okay. one uh, re fairly recently over the past couple of years, and I, I, you know, glossed it over too. Like, man, but now, yeah. now after enjoying your strip sessions, I'm going to go back and check those out to to get that other okay. side of the coin. You know, speaking of Metallica, we do mandatory Metallica. What what's your era of Metallica? What's your jam? Um, I think the Ride the Lightning album. Uh, that's my favorite era of Metallica. It it's just so raw to me. Sounds like it was recording in a bathroom. Yeah, I love it though. <laughs> it's dirty. <laughs> is, it, is there a song that you would ever uh, think you could cover from Metallica? Something you'd want to belt out? Um, man, uh, we've tried. We tried to um, just for fun. Me and Cody got in a room and we we were trying to do. Um, uh, what what song was it? 
Um, it's the one off the Black Album. Uh, I'm blanking Sabatru, right now. Sabatru, uh, Inner Sandman. Yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, Sabatru. We were, we were just messing around. So it, it never worked out. Oh. It never worked out, but it, it was kind of a joke. Maybe, maybe we'll we'll play with it again. Maybe you got to go something off of Ride the Lightning, you know? Yeah, yeah. like Fight Fire with Fire or something would be Ooh. sick. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. Whom the bell tolls. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into to the uh, Manic Tour coming to the House of Blues Anaheim on April the 20th. Yeah. And, uh, it, you know, a really cool lineup with nothing nowhere and in, in spite two completely different sounding bands. Like no one sounds like mm-hmm. anybody at this tour. You get a little bit of everything. Yeah, it starts off really heavy and then nothing nowhere. Um, I've, I've heard a little bit of his new stuff, too, and it, it, it's definitely uh, upbeat and, and heavy, but he definitely has like a vibe side also. And then I think uh, we're kind of the mix of all of it. I think we kind of bring that entire package together. Hell yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. And I feel almost kind of spoiled. Uh, One of your first headline runs at the Glass House, October 25th, 2019, before all the Mm -hmm. the fit hit the shan. And and I was expecting coming out of that another headline tour. And then you guys opened for Three Days Grace and did some falling in reverse states. So uh, I'm Mm -hmm. glad that you're finally doing this headline tour because it's gotten to the point with you guys where there's four or five songs I want to hear off of every album. And you can't do that on an opening set. Yeah. And I imagine um, this part is putting together a set list at this point. Yeah, we're playing a bunch of songs. Like it's the most we've ever played. So awesome, man! I cannot wait for that. And you guys, uh, speaking of this year, you did Shiprocked earlier this year. How was that for you? Did you enjoy the boat thing? That was good. Uh, that's the first time ever being on a cruise. I've, I'd never been on, and I'm from Florida, which is weird because <laughs> the ships leave out of here all the time. But uh, yeah, it was good. I did a couple shows. Um, I got engaged on that, so it was uh, a good time. Congratulations! Yeah. Have you, you. Said, have you set a date for the bit for the big day? Not yet. We're, we're still working on it. My advice and being an old man, man, mm-hmm. she gets everything she wants and done her way. Just pick one thing that you're going to be like particular about. So you show that you care. So you're not just yesing her to death, you know, like stick to a color <laughs> yeah. you want or something in the wedding. Stick to one thing that you want. Yeah. And then let her have the rest, man. And, and, and right. sailing. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of uh, this year, and uh, obviously we got the tour to look forward to, but it's been a few years now since Manic, and I know you guys love to crank out songs. Are you guys already working about, thinking about new ideas for the next album? Yeah, uh, we're we're always working. Like even even like when Manic came out, we were still kind of like messing around with new stuff. I, I think we're always just trying to write stuff, even if it doesn't make it. You know, we're just exercising that that writing muscle for sure. So you guys don't necessarily go in and, and say, we're going to write an album now. You're just continuously writing every day. Um, yeah. Like during that COVID period, like when we wrote Manic, it, it was so nice to just not have to cram everything in in a month. You know, like bands were like, oh, we're in the studio. And then like you got three weeks to get it all done. It, it was nice just like working on a song and then a month later work on another song. And then like maybe two months later, go back to the songs and re-listen to them and like, figure out if there's anything you want to change. I, I feel like that was the best process of us writing. And uh, I love, it seems to be like every album you develop, uh, there's always more and more clean singing coming out of you. And, and you feel like you're challenging yourself every time around or you got ideas and, and things you want to accomplish on this next one. Yeah. Um, I, I'm always kind of pushing to do new things. I don't want to just be a one trick pony. And that's not me just trying to like 
get noticed or anything like that. I just enjoy doing new things. And uh, I think it's really healthy for the evolution of our band. Taking singing and time away from Cody, you know, nudging him out of the way there, you know? Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. the singer in this band, bro. Come on. You write yeah. the songs, I'll sing them. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, man. Thank you so much for the time. Can't wait to see you out at the House of Blues on April the 20th. Alrighty, bro. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety. Available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming online at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.